0: Yeah, yeah, mic check, one, two, yes, round of applause, round of applause, another another day in the M.I.A., another day in the M.I.A., is that fan on over there? Uh, no? no? Okay, good, because I don't want to know I'm in, in the background, you are, we are live here, we are live here on ExcitementRadio.com if you want to watch us, if you want to see me, you know, I put some Just For Men on my beard, so it's kind of dark now, I got some of the grays out, you know. You know, I'm I'm live right here. If you want to check us out on the video, we are live here on video, ExcitementRadio.com. You can check out the live stream, and you can also, you know, tune in. Just ask Alexa or Siri, if you're home, to play ExcitementRadio.com, and she will play for you, because that's how we do it, all right? So with that being said, round of applause, you are tuned into another episode of Ben Hop's Community Corner, and I have some special people in the building some guests with me today, and we're going to talk about, and let me just say the, the show topic real quick, bridging the gap in understanding race relationships, right? Relations or relationships? Is it, it's fine. Oh, wait a minute. Is your mic on? Go ahead. Talk to me, Flo. One check, mic Oh, you're you on that last one. There you go. There you go. go. Okay. You hear me? Yes. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about, and I like that because- um, we need to have this dis- discussion. So, I like that. So, w- before we get into the show, let me introduce my guest here. First of all, I have Flo Gaspert in the building. Flo, how you doing? Round of applause.
1: I am well, Ben. Glad yes. to be here. Glad to have this conversation. To- how are you?
0: I am great. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I always enjoy when you're here. You know, you always come with that smile and stuff. You Somebody, <laughs> somebody treating you well. I think somebody's... <laughs> taking care of business at the crib or something i don't know they
1: call living your best life oh okay that's what
0: it is all right all right i thought it was i just thought it was you know when you live
1: your best life that's what happens you radiate yes i thought it
0: was just you know you just extra stuff
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and i have another special guest in the building warren crump did I say it right, Warren? No, Warren, come up Close on that. the mic. Come Close on, come that up that on that the that mic. Come you got to click closer. <laughs> all right. There we it's go. It's all due now. I got I to gotta get a mic because it's all... There you go. All right. There you go. <laughs> How you doing, Warren? Doing well, man. Thanks for having me. All right, man. No, no. Thank you so much for coming here. I know you had to drive through traffic and stuff like that. And, of course, we have a third guest that's going to be here, Kendrick Whittles. He'll be here. You know, he's stuck in traffic. This is South Florida for you. You know... If you live in South Florida and you coming from a certain area, you already know. I don't care what time of the day it is, the Palmetto, the 95, is always backed up. I don't know where everybody going. So, anyway, that being said, let's go ahead and start the discussion here. Flo, please, open the floor with the discussion. And you know me, I'm going to be the one that's going to be talking <laughs> a lot of gibberish <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay well I guess you know the point of the conversation is that um, it's to help to improve the conversation take a layer of mm-hmm. um, race relations because w- to begin with mm-hmm. you know there's only one race it's the human race but because of the differences in the historical, uh, mm-hmm. Happenings that have happened in the country, and mm-hmm. also everything is, you know, that we were inherited. You know, I wanted to create a, pl- a, a dialogue where, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it allowed a community dialogue for us to improve how we see each other, the differences, and take the layer of the intimidation, mm-hmm. the, uh, the thing that kind of allows people to shy away from having conversation when it comes to culture, diversity, race, and etc cetera. Right. So that was the point of the whole, you know, dialogue here.
0: Okay, great, great, great. So, bring up a situation. Like, what is a situation? When you say understanding, and this is what I want the folks to understand. We are live here. If you want to call in 305-749-6004, we are live. If you have a question, if you want to ask something. So, understanding race relations. So, are you talking about one race is married or in a relationship or with another race?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not limited to like um, relationship in terms of like marriage right. or okay. dating or anything like that. But it's especially with the whole thing last year with COVID, you know, and George right. Floyd and everything else uh-huh. that happening. And so, this is an ongoing battle that we have here in this country in general, especially within our i say our group, our peers here in South Florida. Because, right. um, you know, we're a melting pot here in Miami because everybody's everywhere, you know. And, and I just know, like, growing up, in, mm-hmm. in, especially in school, we celebrate cold different cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they'll have, you know, you, you'll bring, like, dishes, and um, they'll have, like, um, Hispanic Day, Caribbean Day, you know, um, you know, Black History Month, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, mm-hmm. all different mm-hmm. types of things. But so I just wanted, you know, us to talk, to think about what happened from the appreciating, you know, differences among us Right. to, you know, now when you transition to what's happening in the world or even not even in the I mean, even here too, in the back, our own back you know, uh, backyard, like where's the disconnect came, you know, mm-hmm. where, you know, like you say, growing up where you appreciate culture to now is being a bad thing or is being something where, you know, um, people are being judged, um, stereotype, discrimination, racism, sexism, all of that, you know, so how can we become a, ch- uh, a, a change, uh, uh, uh like right, say, right. a functional change in our, na- in our community so then we can be the voice, we can create that so then we can, um, just change the way history is. is it's it's going to create, you know, because whatever happened in the past, we can't change it, but we can move forward in regards to what we do right now, you know. Okay. So it's it's having these uncomfortable situations because we just know that, you know, yeah, you know, we we have our differences, mm-hmm. you know, but we also similar because really, if you if you look at we the all genetics, bleed red.
0: Yeah, blood. We all bleed. Our blood is red. And genetically,
1: right? you know, it's we ninety nine point five percent similar. Right. You know, in genes. So really, if you look at um, scientists, and they were saying that race is more of a social construct than anything else mm-hmm. because it's not a biological base. Because it's really in terms like skin pigmentation. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 not gone beyond in terms like you were saying bleeding a different color. You know, mm-hmm. um, or you know having you know uh, something like. You know, out of, out of space or alien-like kind of thing. But it's really the fear, you know? So I just wanted to, you know, tap in and just bring this, you know, conversation, right? So even with Warren, you know, like... Warren? I, I, guess, I just want you to share your experience even when it comes to um, growing up here. I don't know if you grew up... You grew up here in Miami? Florida. Florida. Florida and Florida, and yeah. even, like, you know, um, and let people know your background. Sure. And and then your experience in regards to dealing with different cultures.
2: Okay. No, that's fair. I mean, I think like one of the first things is mm-hmm. you brought up like just having this conversation is good, right? Mm, right, right. So that, that that's like that first step. Yeah. I mean, if the, the title of the topic is uh, bridging the gap, first step to bridging the gap is you know having the conversation. Yeah. Okay. So so that that's fair. Um, I mean, a little bit about me. Obviously, I, I was raised in Florida. I was originally born up like in the Northeast, and Uh that's that's where I just came back from. So I was from the Philadelphia area originally, Mm -hmm. Um, and I still have a lot of family up there and stuff. So you know, up there it's it's different from down here. So here, there's you know, especially Miami. Like Miami, there's a there's a lot of different cultures, Mm -hmm. a lot of people from a lot of islands and South America and Caribbean stuff. Up there, not so much. It's just black folks and white folks. That's and, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, up there I'd say the um you know, they don't mix as much. You know, there's not as much uh it's just just from what I see, you know, you can tell like one neighborhood from the other. And in that regard, I think it's um you know, I mean, it's a it's not an ideal situation, I think. Right? right, right, right. Here, you know, it everyone kinda blends together and that's what makes South Florida so cool. Um you know, if you've grown up here and I've lived here for over 10 years, you know, that's one of the things I like about down here. Right. Um, you know, so, I mean, I guess that's a, that's the place to start, right? Like, where you grow up and the people you grew up around right. kind of molds, you know, how yeah. you interact with folks yeah. and how you see folks and, um, you know— what you're comfortable around and what you're not comfortable around. Right. You know?
0: so, I want to ask you a question, Warren. What's up? Because you said something real interesting. You said that you could tell the difference in the neighborhoods, right? Oh, yeah. So that's what I want to ask you. So th- you said up there was was black and was white. So can right. you tell when you was in a black neighborhood or when you was in a white neighborhood? Like, what was the difference? Like, how can you tell you was in a black neighborhood?
2: Well, so, I mean, the city of Philadelphia. I mean, I look, this is just Philadelphia, right? Right, but, right, like, right. You know, a lot of the northeast north, northeast is like that. So you go to like Baltimore, right? Uh, I, I believe like DC is similar. So a lot of these northeastern cities, it's like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And like, you know, the the city is, is predominantly, you know, a lot of black folks.
0: Right, right, And once right.
2: you start going out into the suburbs, um, you know, you will see more white. Yeah, you know, a little more white picket fence action going on. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and 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 I and again not a historian, and I don't know exactly what happened, but, I mean, you know, right. this is an old. these are old cities that had a lot of industry, and for whatever reason, folks moved out of the city and moved into the suburbs, and that's what you see a lot in the Northeast. Right. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, some, some things aren't taken as well care of, maybe, in certain neighborhoods as opposed to others, and you see that, right? Whereas, like, here, you know, again... All the neighborhoods kind of blend together, right? Just, just my observation. What
0: do you got to add to that? Yes, it's,
1: so I just wanted to share. You know, like you say, girl man's as a white kid, you know, and
0: growing so, up, as, you grew up as a white kid. Oh, I thought you said you grew me. up as a white. Oh, okay, oh. You, okay. I
1: was like, I said up as a. As a you know? oh, oh,
3: okay, right. <laughs>
1: but so, what, what was your? I guess the the attitude of your family, the, your friends, your you know your space, and then. What kind of helped shape as you get older to be more upset, oh, you know, embracing others? Or, like, what was that transition, or how's that um, experience is for you?
2: I mean, that's a good question. So, again, obviously, this is, I'm an only child, so, like, I didn't, it's just, like, I had to go out and make friends. And I think that's that's a big thing, right? Okay. So when you, you have, you're forced to go out and make friends, you kind of just look for people that you like hanging around with. Um, but more so than anything else, like, I played a lot of team sports, and when you play team sports, I played football. I played football for a number of years. When you play football, you're, you're, you're hanging out with all types of folks, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're on a team, you're trying to, you know, achieve a common goal. Right. And that's important. And, you know, you just want to win. And when the goal is something as simple as winning, you get along with everybody.
0: right?
2: So that's, that's kind of what I saw. Um, and, that, and, again, from a, from a young age, team sports from a young age, that was – pretty impressionable on me i
0: think yes that's actually a good thing i i, I do i do agree with you o Warren. one right um that does help build character and kind of bring that camaraderie and just uh everybody is helping each other and just everybody has each other's back so i do yeah. uh, i do agree with you on that but i want to ask you guys the panel now have you guys ever experienced some type of racial discrimination whether you experienced it or whether you were on the this side of the, the board or the other side of the board. You get my question? Good question. Okay. Flo, start.
1: Um, let me see. Let me think. Any I'm,
0: discrimination. Nah, I'm talking about racial. It could be um sexual, too. Like, you know, a, a, a woman, man, like you went for a job and they gave it to a man over a woman, you know, because you're I, a woman.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is that you're going to always um uh-huh. come across, you know limitation imposed by supposedly others or so to speak right. um but i mean at that because i because i don't really define the my ex, my experiences don't define like i'm not saying that i don't even have like i'm trying to think of, like a, a thing where it actually stood out because like, like
0: it hurts you like yeah you're hurt, like, oh it,
1: shit yeah because arena? um because i see things differently because if anything if if, if the person on the other side is limited by whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. and you know, then that's your limitation. If anything, I feel sorry for you, <laughs> you know, because you're not allowing yourself to really embrace, you know, what's what life can bring you or the, you know, the experiences you can have. So, um, I just know, you know, being you know, us being Haitian American, yes. you know, I remember, you know, sac growing passe. up, like passe, right. <laughs> You they said we
0: ate cats and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I remember in terms of like you know, <laughs> you know, growing up in in you know Miami here and and you know Haitian kids have to fight yes. because being teased, you know, yep. coming from a different um, country or so, etc. Or like you're saying, or eating cats. I'm like, I never had cats before, you know. But <laughs>
0: they actually <laughs> taste good. Nah, no, just fuck i just <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> you know, things like that, or
1: everybody think everybody was doing voodoo, you know. Right, right, so right. there's a lot of stereotypes that you know, but. But at the same time, you know, I went to a uh, my you know my schools were predominantly a lot of mixed kids. So, from, right. so it wasn't although you know you had some incidents, but it wasn't like a very how you got prevalent. In so other words, experience.
0: you didn't get dogged out. As in a, a, no, a, a, other no. words, you did not get dogged out. I not need the really. black man. I'm, I'm missing the black man in this chair right here. <laughs> I know. no, no, but not. As I feel a black man would have. Some yeah, yeah, to say some story. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know.
1: But the thing is that you know, um, again, like you say, it's. It, 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 I didn't have like a like it's a traumatic experience of any kind of thing right. because normally, like you say, because I knew who I I was. You know, my parents installed right. um, that in me. You know, and also being able to like understand what's the you know it was based on fear. And right. I didn't possess that fear, so I didn't allow it to like tent my vision or mm-hmm. the way my experiences are. But, like, not to say that, you know, it didn't, have, it, nothing didn't happen because, okay. you know, there were some experiences, but I, again, it's, it's very, very faint, far, in, you faint. know,
0: yeah. Very limited to the mind, the cerebellum or whatever you want to say you know. that she remember cause it really wasn't nothing life traumatical <laughs> that made her change her life, <laughs> that made her want to wear the Black Panther hat that, and say, Kill my landlord, now, kill my landlord. Now but granted, I remember
1: because now granted I remember being in um when I was in fifth grade in elementary, mm-hmm. and so like you say, it was our school was predominantly like black like and Hispanic kids, and so um, we had a few white kids. And I remember like you know we had a few white kids in our classroom. And um, oh, so
0: the, the tables were turned. There was just a little bit of white kids. Like there were a few white kids yeah. in your school. Yeah. What yeah. school
1: was this? Chatelon Elementary, Chatelon.
0: Oh, Chatelon. Okay. Yeah. That's a little Haiti, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Little Haiti. Yes. Little Haiti.
1: <laughs> and so, um, and so I remember. um, this this one girl, like you say, she she moved recently to the neighborhood, uh-huh. um, and she next, sat next to me. You know, she's a white girl, so we became friends, etc. But then the kids used to tease her next. She was sitting next to me, and so I, I remember what, like what what grade was this? This is fifth grade. Fifth so I was like grade. ten okay. or so. Okay, go ahead. And so I I remember you know used to fight for her, you know, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> like leave her alone.
1: Yeah, and stuff like that, you know, um, and. They, they were like, well, you know, you're going to get the brunt too. And, I, and so I remember I was the, like you
0: say, the, the you was like the Spider Man, yeah, of, the leader, uh, you know, yeah, or the you like, know the
1: thing that's you know that used to like kind of bridge people, you know, and it does. And, and the thing is, it's not a surprise that I grew up to be, if, you know, <laughs> do what I do, you know, in terms of, like bring people together, right. you know, um, therapy mediation because it's I don't know, it was there, it was always right. in my personality to do that. So, um, so this is so yeah, you know, like you said, I used to get in fights, but I used to get in fights in different things, you know, like it was not even. Even you know dealing with you know race or anything like that. you know it's just the fact that hey you know if you go if I feel like you you're intruding it
0: right, right you know
1: so my my parents used to like used to teach us like you know if anybody mess with you you're
0: stand your ground stand
1: your ground stand your ground <laughs> and so that was that person you know and stuff like that but although you know I was a quiet person but the thing is if you if let you, me you,
0: let me ask you what what did they <laughs> if you recall what would they say to the the white girl the the one that was your friend. Do you remember some specific things that they would say to her? Yeah,
1: you, know, you know the traditional cracker or something. Right. But not so much. Just pulling her hair. Um, For real. Yeah. They would do it like that. They would do. You know, oh, Kids so, could be
0: so freaking. Yeah. Mean.
1: <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. And so, um, you know, to like, you know, they they pull her out of school, you know. Um, oh man, that's sad. So, See
0: that's, and I don't wish that on anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese, Haitian, whatever. I don't give a damn. Nobody deserves to be treated like dirt or like crap. Like nobody needs to, especially when you're a young person. And you know, fifth grade is really a very like fifth, sixth grade, like the middle school years are very difficult, yeah, challenging. <laughs> very challenging because you kind of trying to figure like, out yep, who you who you are and stuff. So, correct. Hopefully, you know she. Did you ever see her afterwards? No. Like, so you never saw. I've never seen her
1: since. So you
0: don't know, like to this day, if to you walk, day. if you walk to the mall right now, ever to a mall,
1: and yeah, you bump into
0: I, her, you would know that was her. No, I
1: forgot. I you mean, think, I just.
0: But you think she'll remember you, though? I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. It's been, you know, you're talking about many, many years, moon ago. But, um, but it was interesting, you know, because, um, uh-huh. you know, not only that, you know. Of course, she was getting teased, but you know they used to tease me because you know they used to say I had like thick legs, and so <laughs>
0: got that big old booty, girl. You got that Haitian booty. That? But
1: go ahead. So I used to, you know, so I used to, so you know, you used to get teased for all type of things in general. One over there
0: cracking up, boy. <laughs> you know,
1: so so I was fighting all type of battles in general. So, but it was just the fact that I also joined her battle as well. But I was doing my own, you know, I was fighting my own battle. You. But um, but the point of that is too is is to eliminate. Um, some of these, uh, how you call it, intimidation in regards to having these um, dialogue and conversations to understand, okay, let's talk right. about the fear. Let's go to the fear base and all the stereotypes that's out there to say, okay, this is what, you know, this group of people does this and that, you know. So, because um, I was reading an
0: article. But um, before we get, no. Okay, sir. don't I, okay. I don't want you to go too much because I want to hear one oh, yeah, I want to see one had any experience because oh, I do yeah. want to, I want to touch on that, but I want to ask one: have you, Ever experienced Or was In a situation Where you saw Some type of Racial discrimination Anything that you Could remember
2: Um I mean I'd I, Obviously I'm, I'm Pretty fortunate I don't think I can ever I don't know if I've Really experienced Anything directly myself But I've uh-huh. seen my Friends experience it And that's right, right. And Now that, is
0: that called White privilege I just want to ask you
2: well, no, I mean, <laughs> That's what it's called Right but go ahead you know, It's funny I, I was going to Kind of segue into that okay. Right but um you know, I'd say more than anything. You know, here in Miami, I've experienced maybe some. Um, you know, if you don't speak Spanish, ah,
0: you know that yes. I've, I've gotten that. That, a little is, bit. True. that I've gotten is true. I've gotten that a
2: little bit. Like people, and, and, and again, people will almost assume I speak Spanish. Ah. Like by default, it's like I don't. <laughs> you ah. know, and and then it's like you can't you can't get answers at supermarkets, stuff like that. Occasionally, right. um, I'd say that more than more than anything like. I don't know if that's race related, but that's like, you know, language related, right? Well so, no,
0: that's true because like you, you said, know. they would they 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 walk up to me all the time, try to start speaking Spanish to me, and I'll be like, hey. the Spanish that I know is from school, so I say no hablo español. I, <laughs> I, I, I translate what I learned in school. I say no hablo hey. español. Now, if you want to talk to me, talk to me in English or whatever, because I am not Spanish. But they would swear that. Right. And they look at me like I'm lying. Like, oh Om, my, you lying, man. You lying, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, you lying, man. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm Haitian. <laughs> Creole. And I start talking Creole on them. Then they're like, oh, oh, my brother, my brother. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: but I had a question. Yeah, um, so on. when you mentioned the white privilege, do you, do you think white people acknowledge white privilege? Or, well, I mean, your experience? I,
2: yeah, I, I mean, I think to an extent it exists and it's just like, you know, what, what am I going to do about it? Right. And, and, and that was the, like the story I tell it's, it's almost like, you know, I ride my, I have a road bike. I like to ride my bike, you know, for just, you know, recreation, but like, I'll do, I'll like, I'll ride through Aventura and I could, I've, I've tried this and it works. I just will bike up to like a gated community and like act like I belong there and they'll just let me ride right in.
0: <laughs> and, ah, like, and you know like, it's like,
2: like there's an example of it right Like
0: now why would you do that let me ask you <laughs> it's like it's, it's a nice neighborhood to ride a bike through okay, you know okay. you're not
2: gonna get hit by another car and you Ooh. get to look at big houses and stuff that's like my so you know?
0: that is a perfect example because if a black man that's what but well here's the funny part but that's a good example go ahead no, no, no. here's that's the funny part example. Ben yes the
2: guy the most recent time I did this right? the guy working the gate uh-huh. was
0: black okay but he let you in he though, let right? me in that's what I'm saying. So, so a black man working the gate, so another black man riding a what, bike would be very suspicious. Like, right. wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Do you live here?
2: Right.
0: So we, we saw that. What on is the... that though? Right. right?
2: Like, like that.
0: Right, but that's that, but this is what I'm saying, and like I'm glad you said this, Flo. Like we need to have more discussion. I think America, some Americans don't feel like this is a an issue, but it is an issue, and I want to go back because if you go deeper. Deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into what's going on. Like you mentioned, the neighborhoods. You said, Hey, this neighborhood, the suburbs, the m- more the white people moved out to the suburbs. Because why? And this is a, a deep conversation, because why? Black people were not afforded the the same what, what's the word I'm looking for? The same like privileges, the same yeah. opportunities, thank you, as white people to own homes. So this is going, that's what I'm trying to say. Like the racism in this country is deeply rooted and deeply embedded in this country. And for us to not come together and unite, it does an injustice to everybody. And and like I just want to say with the George Floyd situation, mm-hmm. I think that opened up the eyes of a lot of people. Because I saw other countries where people were marching in support of
1: Yeah, it was like a global movement. Like
0: it was a global movement because we we understand that this goes on. And I'm not, I I don't fault anybody for it. But I think that we need to know what's going on and we need to do better. That's what I'm trying to say. We need to do better. Yeah, okay. and to
1: acknowledge the awareness, gaining more awareness uh-huh, of what's uh-huh. going on, um, and I got—I'm I'm glad you guys mentioned. You know, it brought up the—you know, like you said, white privileges. Because I know I was reading an article that sometimes they were saying white people are afraid to have a conversation about race. Sure. Of course, intimidation and—and right. and
0: also to—I'm and gonna tell you because they feel like. You're going to blame them for me like if yeah. I say oh you no no you got answers. white privilege yeah. and you're going to be like well I'm just here like yeah. right, right, they were right, right. like wait a minute you blaming
1: me like no they don't know how to respond so how would you, but how do you or do how do you give response or how do you navigate
2: that Well again it's like it's something I can't control right
3: yeah. so right, it's right. like
2: it, I can't really yeah. focus on things I can't control yeah. you know but I, I for the folks then there are I'm sure there are definitely folks like white folks who are very defensive on this right yeah. it it exists yeah. and and I, I would say, you know, if there are parts of rural America where there are white folks live in absolutely, dest- absolutely destitute. Right. Okay. Correct. And like very poor. In Florida, central Florida, mm-hmm. West Virginia, Mississippi, like some of these parts of America, these people are really poor. And like you tell them that they're privileged and white and they're going to be like, what are you talking about? So yeah. that's like their reaction, right? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, you kind of got to be able to see both sides of it. I think, you know, and, 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 you know, someone, you know, obviously I've been very fortunate, right. Um, you know, how I was brought up and the people I've been around. So, so it's like, you can kind of see things and you can, you know, just go about your life. Right. But folks will get, folks will get defensive on this. Right. Right. And it's, and I think like success is when you're able to like kind of win those folks over. Right. Cause like, it's easy to win over someone like me. I want to get along with everybody. But like you to win over some folks like that, that's where you really will, you know, you talk about bridging the gap. That's the gap you want to bridge. Yes.
0: But, you know. Yes, you are right. We definitely need to bridge that gap. We've have seen what's been going on in the world, especially with the police, because we live in a new era now that everything can be recorded. And to me, this has been going on for years and years and years. I don't think America should act like this is something new. America should realize that This has been going on for years. The only reason we see more of it now is because, you know, people have the capability of recording it. How do you guys feel when it comes to the police and with them being like racial profiling people and like some of the things that you see in the news, like some of the the situations that you see in the news where you see like maybe one offender who may be a Caucasian person, a white person. They'll do all kinds of. Things to to put that person in custody, but not kill him, But then a, yeah, a black man, you know, he just flinches and they shoot him and he's dead. Like, how do you guys feel about when you see this type of stuff going on?
1: Well, well I know in law, you know, in law enforcement, it definitely is a a racial undertone there because I I, I have a lot of police officer friends and right. beyond even that from SWAT to everything else mm-hmm. and. And from years where, you know, they do say they, they use black faces for practice target. So it's ingrained in the in the culture of law enforcement, no mm-hmm. matter if people want to acknowledge or not. But it's you know, officers themselves are, you know, um verbalizing, you know, these facts to me, mm-hmm. if anything. But I guess right now, I guess with the current movement or era is that now we're we're demanding more um, a response to certain behavior, Correct. you know. So now I've seen, um, I guess recently they, you know, they've been convicting cops that's like totally not representing their badge correctly, and um, or you know. Abusing their power, so to speak, correct, you know, because correct. that's really it, what you know it is. Is is that I like power. I feel powerless, so I I, I put on, you know, uh, I or I mean, I I get into a, a, a or I find a situation or or a mode where I can exude my power on people that I feel like that's um, powerless, right, right, you know, so. So now that you know we you know people have been marching and noise has been made, and now they're making laws, now you know some uh-huh. officers are getting prosecuted, the bad apples, you know, so it's bringing some changes, and so but it's it's to also acknowledge how like systematic racism has always been in Correct. existence in general uh-huh. um and the thing is that you can't change what you don't acknowledge you know so you have to acknowledge it in order to change the system um so Yes, it exists. If that's you know answer to your question, now it's knowing. Okay, how can we um, allow all, you know to keep all of us accountable? You know, like right, right. Not only you know the the, the law enforcement you know departments you know um, accountable for the bad apples, but how we keep our officials. You know, with with enforcing the right laws and policies, and and also what's happening in our neighborhoods. Correct. So it's it's a collective um, effort that's needed in order to create a change. And right. so, and I always hear, I don't know if you hear that Ben, but you know, sometimes they were saying they, they were saying that mm-hmm. it's it's white people that needs to have conversation. White people in regards to having yeah um, they do the conversation sure. of of leveling the ground. You know, so sure. you know because um, for example, I, a friend of mine, she's um, from. Right. we're having a conversation for my she's from Africa right she's from a different tribe uh-huh. but her tribe is the majority tribe similar to what's happening here with the two you know here right. and so her, her tribe um did a lot of traumatic things to the I guess the minority tribe right so right. she was just saying my too she ain't a black country now so she would say she understand being the majority of having the privilege because she sure. say her her, she she knows she benefits from her ancestors um Privilege, right? You right. know. So she was like, when she come across somebody else from a different tribe, what she does, she acknowledge She like the the transact, you know, the transgression that happens from her 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 group, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. say, you know, yes, I acknowledge that what was pun- you know what was done. It's t- terrible. You know, it's not, I'm not you know she so she's not dismissing dismissing the fact that it happened. She's not you know like you said. Um, Pushing it under the rug, Right. so she's giving it um, validity. She acknowledging it. She's validating it, and she was like, "How can we? How can I be a better uh, servant for?" Improving our relationship. So, what she was saying is that um, if people take time to, like you say, um, have a conversation, understand Mm -hmm. what the trauma that's happening Mm -hmm. instead of trying to defend, then they can start creating some changes because really people just want to understand that do you understand? Do you feel my pain? Do you understand my experiences? And we just want equal rights the same way. We just want that's all. um, Similar, you know, treatment. You know, everybody wants to have, you know, live well, you know, maybe to. Um, have their kids go um, to school in a safe, healthy environment. Everybody wants to have live in a nice neighborhood, or you know, nice. So we all kind of want the same thing. So you know, to live like a really good life. So it's correct, it's, and it's not have. To, it, it shouldn't be determined based on a skin permutation or yes. or where your you know parents are from, or or uh, you know, or whether or not you're male, female. Is that if we look at everybody as human beings and everybody's thrived to have, to live a good life, then we start at closing the gap in regards to how can we collectively make living in this world better for everyone so it's it's looking beyond oneself and knowing that it's a collective good you know um, collective good for everybody yes
0: yes you're right Juan you want to add anything to that anything you want to add to that yeah i mean I, I guess this is
2: like law enforcement right uh-huh. um well i i, I do want to say i mean it's a pretty thankless job that they have. Let's yes. start with that, yes, right? Yes, that's true. I mean, I, I have friends in law enforcement. Yes. I've also been on the wrong side of law enforcement okay. before. Okay, okay. <laughs> More than once, believe okay. it or not. So, like, I think that adds some perspective So you're a gangster dude. All right, yeah, go ahead. But, like, <laughs> you know, everybody makes dumb decisions in their lives. Right, 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 I
0: get it, I get it. And,
2: you know, and like... Um, you know, it's it's a true it's truly a thankless job that mm-hmm, they have. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's like rarely do you hear good things about cops. Most people's interactions with cops are all negative. It's yes. it's like, you know, they're writing you a parking ticket. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're writing you a speeding ticket. Yeah, they're arresting you. They're doing something. It's like, you know, it's like a very negative interaction, right? Mm-hmm, and, and and I mean, you know, I think that's the a place to start and I think that's important because, you know, up and you know, for most of my life, you know, it was all nothing but negative stuff. Right, right, right. You know, it's speeding tickets,
0: right, uh, it's right.
2: two two trips to the to the clink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> so so like, um, you know, yeah, it's
0: they it, do have a they do have a difficult. They job. have a thankless job. Right? Thankless job, difficult job. Yeah, yes so, yes. so
2: so it's like I guess once you kind of get that out of the way, uh-huh. it's like. What can they do better, right? Um, you know, and and I think you got to start looking at like how they handle tough situations, how they mitigate um, and de-escalate situations, right? Correct, correct. And and you know, it comes down to uh-huh. you know they're having trouble hiring in a lot of police departments. You know, for the long time, there's a billboard. This is we're at, this is Golden Glades interchange. There's a billboard right there that was there. Uh-huh. North Miami Beach, North Miami Police was hiring police officers if you've got a billboard up saying you're hiring, that means you don't have enough police officers. Correct, correct. That means people don't want to be police officers in North Miami and North Miami Once
0: again, like you said, it's a thankless job. It
2: doesn't pay that much. Right. It pays like starting like maybe Not to put
0: your life on the line. Yeah.
2: Right. You get a company car and a gun for 42 grand. 42 grand a year as a starting salary doesn't pay you very much. Right. That's less than a manager at Publix makes. Wow. (laughs) I swear to God. Public store managers starting... Make for, more than that, huh? No, they start at like hundred grand a year. Wow. <laughs> All right? So, so like, you know... Let me
0: sign up for public, man. <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, to public yeah. to sign up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: so, you know, I, I think that that is a very important perspective to have. Um, and, you know, throughout the course of the day, a police officer's right. day, they could have a bunch of boring shit. They could be sitting in their car, playing uh-huh. on their phone, you know, and then... Something comes up and it's another just a routine and then you know a lot of people then when something pops off they don't know how to react because you know again it's like whether it's training or preparation you know they're not prepared right most police officers never have fired their gun in dude in a line of duty that's true it's like you don't want to be firing your gun like exactly (laughs) like that most cops don't don't do that you know they they. Will try to exhaust all other options before they get to that point, point. Right. and the ones that you see do. It's you know usually nothing good is happening if you're shooting at people. Right. Um. So you know, I mean, I I think that's um that's that's an important way to look at it. And again, I'm not I'm just just to think about it from that perspective, right? Because you know, I I, I lived in an apartment complex, and I, like there was a cop that lived in our building, and it's like I was happy that cop lived there.
0: You know, he had like, his, he had like a mock patrol car there, like yeah, he parked his
2: car. A, also,
0: you saw the car was there. So, yeah, the car was and there. And you like that?
2: And it was—I like that. Yeah, you like
0: that because because someone coming by, they said, "Oh, there's a cop there. Let me, let me keep it yeah, moving." Yeah,
2: there's, there's you know there's a presence. cop that lives in our building. That's right, a good right. thing to have.
0: Not you bad, know? not bad.
2: Um, you know, and I, so I, I think it's like you know, they're folks too, just like us. They go home to their Regular, people. Regular mm-hmm. people. They yeah. listen to
0: hip hop. They probably do. <laughs> They, they listen to whatever they watch TV yeah, like police officers are regular people. This is what I always said. It's not the uniform or the badge that makes the person. It's the person that puts on that uniform. Sure. Badge. So if you put a person who is highly racist oh, or yeah. mm-hmm. sees a certain Historic you know views co- yeah, culture in a negative light. I don't care if you put that uniform on them. It's not going to change the way they think. You get what I'm saying? So So I feel like I don't know if it's the screening process of, you know, when they hire these officers, maybe they need to buckle down harder on the screening process because you have to understand when you do that job. Yes, you have to treat everyone with respect. I don't care if it's a crackhead on the street. You should treat that person with respect because that's the type of job you took. You took that job to help, to protect and serve, not to kill and ask questions later, like type stuff. So this is why we're going through what we're going through. I personally think that doctors kill more people than police officers. Like, I personally think that doctors, you can't take cameras into... Um, surgery rooms and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of people probably die at the hands of doctors way more than the police officers. But because police officers are on in the street in the public, anybody with a phone can record what they do. So that's just my opinion with that. I do believe that's what's going on. But yes, it's not right what's going on. If you put that uniform on, you should respect everybody. You should give everyone the same amount of respect. I understand you have a job to do. I understand that you may have to take action, and take the action necessary. And it's a hard life, like you said. It's a thankless job, thankless right. job. So
2: yeah, well, Ben, it's important. To, like it comes down to something very simple, right? It's right. just like just treating people with respect. And if you have that human element, right? Right. You know, if that that officer has that human element, mm-hmm. and he doesn't he doesn't see this person as like a you know number. Yeah, exactly. A criminal or just something else—it sees it as another person. You know, there's there's that bond there. There's that that level right. of respect there, and that that's important. And
0: okay. How can, uh,
1: right. So how can you increase that? Seeing that perspective, because I know sometimes you you know when you you get dissent, you know desensitized about sure. well, you constantly you know doing something over and over. Right, and, right. And right.
2: And there there is an us versus them mentality in yeah. law enforcement, a hundred percent. All right, and 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 I don't know if y'all ever seen The Wire.
0: Oh, uh, I love The Wire, yeah yeah, so the, yeah, 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 that's one of know, my shows back in the days. Uh, boy. Yeah, yeah, and my yeah. man, shout out to him. He, he um, um, passed, r- pass. yeah, uh, Michael, what's his name, Michael, something, what? Williams, Williams, Michael something. K. Williams, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Omar. Him, there you go, he played Omar, Omar, yeah, he played Omar, he was robbing everybody, but right. ahead, that's another. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: but 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 listen, it that show gives you a very interesting insight to, like, law enforcement Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. policing because Mm -hmm. it was essentially a police show. And you see in that show how cops think and how cops – there's an us-versus-them mentality in some of these law enforcement and police departments, right? right? And and I guess your question, Flo, is, like, how do we fix that, right? I don't pretend to have the answers, but, like, you know, I think one way to start is, you know, you get – you want your – your police department to kind of, kind of represent the community that's policing. I think, right? Correct. And you want folks in that police department to be from that community because, like, you know, say, you know, you're you're in the Opalaca police department, but you go back to your gated community in Boca Raton. Ah, you're not going to no. be able to identify with the no, folks no, no, in that no. community you that you're you're Correct. you know you're policing, right? Yes. So like, you want folks that are from that community. That ultimately have the goal of trying to you know make the community better because
0: that's the purpose of being there correct that's that's a that's That's a great way of doing it so let's do this let's take a quick music break and i want to come back because i do want to kind of shift gears from the police and i want to bring something else up with this you know race relations so (laughs) we'll be right back let's go (laughs)
3: yeah, That the real is on the rise Them other guys I even gave them a chance to decide Not something they know. they know They know They know Yeah I be yelling out money over everything Money on my mind Then she wanna ask when it got so empty Tell her I apologize Happened over time She says they missed the whole Trade, girl, don't tempt me If they don't get it, they'll be over you That new shit that you got is overdue You better do what you supposed to do I'm like, why well, I gotta be all that? But still I can't deny the fact that it's true Listen to you expressing all them feelings Soap opera rappers, all these sound like all my children And that's who you thinking is about to come and make a killing I guess it really is just me, myself, and all my millions You know that they ain't even got it like that you gon' hype me up and make me catch a body like that Cause I live for this, it isn't just a hobby like that When they get my sh** then play it, I ain't even gotta say it they know. they know They know, they know, they know They know, they know, they know They know, they know, they know Yeah, they know, yeah That the real is on the rise you, Them other guys, I even gave them a chance to decide Now something they know They know, they know, they know
0: radio's new sound it's excitement radio that's right that's right we are back we are back for the second half of ben hop's community corner special guests flow and warren are in the building right now we are talking about race relations how can we like make it better for us to kind of get along in this country and just in this world and just get along in in general you know, we all bleed the same color. Like, we all, you know, you cut me, I'm going to bleed red. I cut you, you're going to bleed red. Anybody gets cut, we all bleed the same blood. You know, like like Flo said earlier, we're not aliens where, you know, it comes out green or something like you know, fluorescent. Slime. Slime and <laughs> shit like you see on TV. No, it's... What I wanted to do is kind of talk about... Because I, I noticed on the posts. You're a, a Warren. I'm talking to Warren right now. That okay. you Warren is a uh hold on, let me make sure I, I say it right. He's a um, hold on, let me make sure I say it right now. He's a uh, real estate investor and mortgage lender, right? So I wanted to bring that into to play as far as in your business. And maybe you may not personally experience that, but I'm asking. Because right. I've heard that. And I've seen situations on TV and stuff where um there was a couple they were trying to get their mm-hmm. house, you know, appraised, so, uh, appraised, I, yeah. right? He <laughs> you know what I'm talking about You're like yeah, I know what are talking about. Yeah. And you know, I think it, it was a it was actually an interracial couple because the, I think the wife was black and the husband was white. I think it was something like that. When they tried to um get it appraised the first time, the appraisal came in real low. But then they came together as a couple and said, and they said, "Hey, listen, I want you just to be the forefront, like the husband." I guess the husband was the, the Caucasian one in the in the
2: yeah.
0: in, in the marriage, and I say, "Listen, I just want you to be the forefront in it. I don't even mention me. Don't even say nothing." And the appraisal came back more oh, yeah. than what they expected. So I'm asking, in your profession, or have you seen this? Have you seen this? type of kind of racial bias where, you know, maybe some people were granted loans and some other people were not granted loans, loans based on... And I know it's kind of a tricky question to, right. to ask you, but I'm just asking. Well, I mean,
2: first of all, as far as like granted, granting a loan to somebody... Correct. I mean, it, it it's, uh-huh. it's almost impossible to be able to like not... Lend to somebody, correct. All right, but when you start talking about appraisals, that's where it comes, and there's a little bit more subjectivity to it, right? Okay. Um, and it's crazy. I I, I I saw a situation like this, uh-huh. and it was a, it was a couple in Georgia. Okay. Um, we used to be licensed in Georgia. We're actually no longer licensed in Georgia. Okay. This wasn't the reason, but we just didn't do a lot of business there. Um, it was a it was a, it was a black couple in Georgia, and uh-huh. you know their their apprais- I mean their appraisal on their home came in you know, a lot lower than it seemed, right? Just right, right. And it was in a nice neighborhood and everything. And there was, you know, when you, I don't know if you guys have gotten your own house appraised or anything. Right, right. But you can see, like, comps, and they're supposed to pull Correct. comps. And, you know, like, I said, this just doesn't make sense. And you can, you can request a revision, but the way these appraisals work mm-hmm. is they go through these third-party appraisal companies. Mm. So you never... I, you know, me, the lender, I never actually speak directly with the appraiser. Right, I'm, I'm prohibited from doing so. So we have to contract a appraisal company, which hires an appraiser. And you know, it's just a it's a total crapshoot on who the appraiser is. You you have you never know. Right. Some appraisers are good. Some appraisers are great. And some appraisers suck. And it's it's a roll of the dice. And you know, saw a scenario happen. And right. again, I don't know who the appraiser was. I don't know anything about this person. Right. Um, but they, they didn't give this couple the like the value And, that, and that's what I'm yeah, saying. It's the value that they wanted. This was the only time I saw it, right? But right, like right. I saw it and it, it seemed odd. And the like the the wife even said something, I'm just like I'm like, Yeah, like there's nothing I can do. <laughs> you right. know, there's nothing I can do. Like you can she can call the appraiser. I can't call the appraiser. I get it. I get right? it. I get it. Um but I said, my, I told her my recommendation is you call that appraiser and, and see what's going
0: on. Right. And, and see, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, what would cause, and we, we don't know for sure, but it seems like because, like you said, it was a black couple, and that, like you said, the comps. Just to kind of, you know, make it easy for people to understand, and I'm not a, a real estate person by far, but I'm just saying, I know in the area, if, if the house is... Go for an average, let's just give it a a round figure 500,000. Let's say the houses in that area is 500,000. I guess someone sold a house for like 500,000. Tell me if I'm correct, right?
2: It's what homes are selling for, for right, so comparable square footage, bedroom, bath, right in that area.
0: In that area, so let's say they had the same comparable square footage, bath, everything in that area, but the average sale price was 500,000. Or whatever and then they're getting an appraisal for maybe way less like even a hundred thousand less than that so, four hundred thousand so
2: this wasn't this wasn't that like it wasn't that drastic but it was enough to screw up the deal for these folks
0: right
2: you know you, you like they needed the appraisal to they're refinancing their house they needed the appraisal to come in at a certain
0: uh, amount in, in order
2: to make the refi make sense and like you know you're off by i think they're off by like just under 10 grand oh man and it's like you're, you're off by that much and that screws it up wow. you know so you know it it, it but it, it the point was it seemed lower than it should have been yeah right it was like questionable there was something like it was questionable
0: yeah so as the lender though have you seen anything now we're talking about the appraiser but as a lender well, and i'm not saying you and your company not trying to say anything incidents. that you but any incidents that you may have heard well, of or may have said wow that's kind of questionable too as a lender
2: well i mean you know traditionally and you go back years right? talk about like redlining and how you know they would
0: I not, that. Yes. not
2: lend to people that were going in certain areas and trying to you know, but but yes. but now there's there's a lot of safeguards in play to prevent this from happening and so much of it comes down to just numbers you uh-huh. know we there's a lot of um, like algorithmic underwriting that uh-huh. takes place uh-huh. on files so you, you you literally just go off numbers and you take numbers directly from W twos and to generate income and you know if the numbers make sense the deal's gonna make sense. Gotcha. There's you can't like you
0: know So if I sign my contract as uh, uh Bernstein instead of um um Africa Africa Jackson or whatever. Bernstein. <laughs> you know, this, if I sign Bernstein instead of uh Jackson right? <laughs> Does that make it? I'm just joking. Goldmire. Goldmire, there I go. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a difference, though. But anyway, so, Flo, um, I'm, just, I'm just talking crap. Anything you want to add to that, Flo? Or anything, what else have we not talked about, Flo? Like, maybe, what else can we say about this whole relationship when it comes to race?
1: Well, in terms, of like, how to guide. So, one of the things, I, you know, I was talking to Warren is that, you uh-huh. know, and I mentioned that earlier. Sometimes I say, um people are afraid to have these conversations about race. Right. And so, for Cause, example. Because people get
0: mad after Yeah, one.
1: <laughs> it's very, you know, it's very touchy. emotional, touchy. Emotional. You know, and so it's just talking about, like, how to guide this conversation. Because, for example, um, I still, you know, because I, I tell people there's people who never seen, you know, um, Somebody from a different uh, uh, rate, oh, a culture, because it's like right. one race, right, other right. than what they see on TV and here, So they never have any interaction. Interaction. Right. Okay, and yeah, then yeah. some people don't believe that can happen at this time, this oh, era. Oh, it definitely can happen. You know? Uh, and, I, and I used to, um, and I tell people that all the time, that no, there's people out there who never... Physically lay eyes, on, you know, on, with on, you know, um, lay eyes on somebody who's different other than what they are used to. Right. Um, right. And so sometimes that will create a lot of disagreements and um, arguments on like especially social, um, online and everything else. Because some people just, like you said, they don't, just don't fathom that in this world, people, you know, with all this vast information and that we are, you know, I mean. America is like a melting pot compared to any other but, countries. They feels they feel like it, you know, it can't be. But, and I was like it can because uh-huh. and I and I shared a story before with you, Ben. I don't remember remember when I was like I was younger and then when I was sitting in a bus, you know, and then this white woman sat next to me and she's like, "Oh, can I touch your skin?" And then she, touch, you know, Damn. remember I tell you? It, she, did you remember cuz I, you know, and then she t- and so she, you know, she felt my skin and she felt her skin and she's like, like, "Oh, it's the same." And, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, and so, um, and and so with but her, you know, it's in, and when I share the story, people always, you know, some people mention in terms of like. Oh.
0: Let me see if this is a caller. Hold on. Oh, it's a call.
1: Okay. Caller,
0: you live. What's your name? Where you calling from? Caller. All right. Don't worry about it. They hung up. Go ahead. Go. Ahead what you were saying now, Flo?
1: And, you know, um, when I shared a story, you know, people. Can know, I so-
0: touch the skin? I want to touch the skin. Can I touch? The- <laughs> no, just message. Go ahead. You know,
1: <laughs> so that was a teachable moment because right. you know I, I realized obviously she never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the closest. That's crazy, been- though. That person. You, you know? probably
0: looked at her like, "What the hell? You what you said? Huh?
1: What? I mean, because I knew what it was. Bye, bye, bye. You know, I knew it because you <laughs> know funny. she just don't have that, and so. Given the fact that, you know, like you said, she touched my,
0: you know, she Did they her skin. T- touch her hair, too? You know, because no, no, a no, lot no, of times the they like to touch black people's <laughs> hair, too. Well, oh, can I touch your hair? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, but that's good they ask permission, because normally what happens that is that it's just, like, it automatically. And then, especially for a lot of um <laughs> black women, especially, you know, our hair is, like, yeah. they feel so offended, right, you right. know, because they feel like you petting, you know, versus, like, you know. Hey, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I I find your hair fascinating, <laughs> or you know, a compliment. Correct. But going back to the story, um, so like you say, when she when she like you say, brushed my skin, touched my skin, not, she touched hers, and she was like, yeah, I feel the same, you know. And then wow. so, but she would never knew that. Necessarily that's that it was, you know that the, the difference wasn't really like you know
0: she was going to wow. feel like a different
1: skin texture. That or is something.
0: very deep, <laughs>
1: But you know I don't know like you know I, I mean I don't know who she was and I never seen her you know since then. Though. But that's crazy. Whatever insight touch you. that right. provided to her for moving on. Yes, you know she realized oh you know it's the same. So that probably was a powerful revelation. But that's, that's on what her I'm end. saying. That's
0: crazy for someone <laughs> to even just touch a skin. And then touch her skin and say, oh, it feels the same. Like, are you serious? But that's... Wow. They, but there's a lot of, you know, people out here
1: that are... Wow. That don't have that experience, man. Wow. And so can you imagine, you know, if, if you're in that space when you're so secluded and you don't expose to, like, different people. Yeah. And then you're getting fed whatever, your you know, your your world is telling you. Right. So your world is telling you, don't talk to this or this type of group is this and that. You're gonna, you're not gonna have anything to contradict that, you know. You're gonna run with that, you know, whatever you're being fed, and then you're gonna make decisions, and you're gonna show up in the world with this limited amount of information, and it's just not gonna be a good.
0: thing. <laughs> so, and, and that's experience. what I'm. That's what I was trying to also. I want to point this out. So, and I agree with Warren. The further north you go, you, you'll find neighborhoods that are like are just black and white. Right. But then you'll go to places where you have a, a little China. A little Italy, uh-huh. a little Haiti. Lina. Like, over here, we got a little Haiti over here. And <laughs> little Havana. little Lina. Havana, and, you know, a little Chinatown, and little, you know, why do you think, and I'm just going to ask you guys' opinion, why do you think that we end up having these little sections like that? Do you feel like people want to just be around their own culture, who, who they want to be around, instead of trying to be in that melting pot and trying to be get to know everybody like why do you think we have that well
2: i mean almost this i mean almost the same reason you see a bunch of car dealerships all in the same spot okay you know or almost the same time reason you see a bunch of you drive down a the road there'll be like six churches on one road.
0: There you go. It's that's like, a black neighborhood. But, go ahead. Oh, no,
2: <laughs> but but like, you know, you'll see a lot of a lot of similar businesses congregate to yeah. one area. You see a bunch of doctors offices yeah. in one area. Cuz right? we
0: naturally navigate people to will each navigate
2: other to like, you know, what they're
0: comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't necessarily think that's like a form of racism where they're trying to seclude themselves from other people. You just feel like it's just more like people are coming, you know, feel comfortable with their own community around sure. them, right? Sure. Yeah,
1: because there's no problem, like, in you know... Enjoying your community, appreciate your enjoying culture. your culture, right? You know, um, it's 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 when it's it's spewing hate towards something, you know, another culture,
0: right?
1: For no apparent reason, no no valid reason. So this is where the the problem is. So it's not necessarily the celebration of one culture, okay? You know, because everybody culture brings something significant, you know, to celebrate and to enjoy. You know, I like going to you know down little Havana, little China, oh, I love that know, That's where you
0: get the be, the, the, the best Cuban <laughs> coffee, man. Come on. You oh, know, man. or, you know,
1: <laughs> and going to our part, little Haiti, you know, yeah, so. Yeah, you get
0: some real good, some griot and some exactly. bun and And then when I travel, corrette.
1: I like to go to the, like, we're native. Yeah, I want to go yeah, with a native yeah. eat. I want to go, baby, to go, you know, because this is where you find the, the real authentic culture yes. and experience. And not the ones that's like, you know, that's constructed Watted by, down. you know, yeah, the Watted tourists Watted and down, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always looking for that, you know, because that gives you the genuine you know, understanding, connection of how to really enjoy, you know. Like every time we culture, to,
0: every time we go to New York, right? Like when I take the family to New York, we do our little sightseeing type thing. We always go to Chinatown to this one Chinese restaurant, Four Five Six. That's the name of it. Four, four Five Six. six. We're like, we gotta go to Four, four Five six. six. We jump on the train. We we ride out there. We gotta walk like three blocks to get to it. But we go to Four Five Six because that's, that's like some Chinese. Yeah, that's the way <laughs> Four Five Six. Four Five Six. I be like, yo, Four Five Six. Let's do it. But. <laughs> like you said you want to get that authentic that culture like I, and it's funny when i walk through the neighborhood of that that area you can see how they live and how they do stuff and it's just so different from like maybe what you're used to so it's an experience yeah, that like you experience. said you should respect it everybody's different how they do things but that doesn't mean that we're aliens
1: so how can right. we challenge the fear because it's really where fear the fear is what I think
0: fear is when people don't know when people right. don't know something it creates a fear when you don't know you don't want to talk to this person because you think you know whatever I don't know it's a fear when you don't know I think and I think what we need to do is open communication like you said communication I do believe is the key in anything relationships and everything for real especially relationships anyway (laughs) exactly but i think communication is the key where we need to kind of talk yes because your experiences will be different from my experience will be different from your experience will be different from this person and that's the only way you're gonna learn yeah. Right.
1: right. Yeah. Not afraid to ask questions. You're not afraid to ask questions. Um. You know, because sometimes we, we think we asking dumb questions, <laughs> and there's. I mean, if you don't know, you just don't know. Don't know. Yeah. You know, and so um, creating the dialogue, like you're saying, having these conversations, mm-hmm. and and going in the conversation to understand, because. W- and I think we should
0: also respect the other person's opinion. Like right. if mm-hmm. they live a certain way, like if they do certain things. And it's, it's different from your culture. Let's just say, you know, they do some. Let's use Christmas for an example. Okay. You know, you got different cultures that celebrate Christmas different. Some cultures don't even celebrate Christmas. You get sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't, I think we should not disrespect or we should respect another culture who may say, I don't celebrate Christmas like that. This is how I celebrate the holidays or whatever. We should respect that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We should understand dialogue, but we should also respect. That's what I'm saying. It's the two together. Yeah. Is that understandable? Do you agree with me on that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. Respect is definitely. I mean, because the thing is that you have. To, if you, you respect yourself, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna it's going to be like a reflection of respecting others you know okay. so but if you feel powerless in your own skin then anything will threaten you you know right. so you're going to always question you know be- but it's because really is what's going on inside of you it's not it had nothing to do with what's mm-hmm. happening you know and and understanding there's bad apple in every
0: you know, you know i'm a black man you know my wife is black so when they see me with my wife they're like who you married to that white boy? I'm like, no, nigga, I'm a black man. Hold <laughs> on. But anyway, that's another story. Go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but even with that saying, saying that, uh, Ben, you
1: know, like right? saying, you say, you know, you're looking. You I'm know, a light-skinned like Haitian like... now.
0: We come in different colors. I'm a uh, light-skinned right? Haitian. I'm trying to tell people. I'm going to tell you, when I first told people I was Haitian, they looked at me like, why are you lying, Haitians? Because they see what they see on the TV. TV. They exactly. see all, all they see is dark-skinned Haitians. The Haitians that used to, you know, come off the boat and all like looking all I'm like, no, no, no. I say, listen, Haitian people come in all kinds of colors and we come in all. I'm Haitian. My mom is Haitian. And my mom is, I took after my mom complexion. And my mom is straight, 100% Haitian. So what I'm saying is, it's just like when I used to DJ. you I don't know if you know the DJ Waggy T. Yeah, Waggy T, the Jamaican. The Jamaican. (laughs) Asian. But when you see him he's yeah. a Chinese he's, he look like damn Bruce Lee like yeah. straight yeah. Chinese I remember when I first saw Waggy T- DJing right I saw this it was a it was yep. a all we-
2: the guy that owns the uh, uh, the the place there on, on 27 Ave the um, I, I don't
0: know if he does but I'm just saying no
2: but that guy's I think oh, he's okay. Jamaican the the um, uh, but uh, he looks what? He looks he, like he, he looks. He, he's Jamaican, but he looks Asian. Like look Asian. Egg but, rolls, the right. world famous oh, egg yeah, rolls.
0: Yeah. But then when you hear them talk, they straight. Yeah, Jamaica, Like what the blood fire? Stop! I'm like what the. <laughs> yeah. So so trust me, I experienced that too. Because when I saw that, I was like, wow, damn, that's a Chinese Jamaican. But. They come in all colors.
1: And it's funny because um, mm-hmm. if you if you look at the clan theory, because, you know, their thing is oh, to presume, the you know, preserve theory? the white blood, right? Oh, but what's
0: I was, the, what's but the
1: were, clan theory? No, because, the, well, the preserve, you know, to pure. But they were saying there's really no such thing as pure blood, because they were saying scientists who did, you know, they were doing a lot of DNA studies, and I was reading what that. What would be
0: the pure blood? Is what I'm saying? What would that well, be?
1: Not, in terms of, like, not 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 mixing. But they were saying right. that it's very, very little chances because everything, you know, when they look at um, DNA studies they were oh, saying right. how like it's really more everybody is all connected right everybody you know so a lot of time people you know especially who thought they were pure blood they're really not because it's very right. it's very slim very because everything is all connected
0: everything's all
1: connected you know so and, it, and it's funny too because I also saw this um it was a a, a, a uh, experiment, where it was, I forgot what company, but one of those uh, DNA companies. So what they did is they had, maybe they put like a hundred people in the room, like all different places, uh, okay. all different cultures. Okay. You know, blacks, whites, Hispanics, or right, whatever. Right. And then they were saying, okay, um, inside the room is going to be your, your relatives, based on the DNA. Okay. Everybody was... In the same family, so
0: everybody, <laughs> everybody connected.
1: was that was the experiment. Man. So everybody was all connected with within that. But if, DNA. <laughs> if
0: you look at the biblical, and and I, I have to shout out my pastor, Pastor Ricky. I go to with the family every Sunday, okay. and he's been talking about the international, like with the races. And if you look at the biblical aspect of it, we all came from one person. It's just that we spread it out and went to different locations but when you look at it, like you said if you if you bring it back back it all comes back to just one thing and then what happened is we spread it out to different parts of the country different parts of the land and we created different nations but we all came from like if you look at the biblical part like Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve was there to reproduce and do the whole world. Right. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Right. Because it all goes with genes, you know. right. because um, right. they even studied the Aborigines, the Australians and Correct. stuff like that, which um they embody both, you know, the black and the white, mm-hmm. you know, with the blue eyes, dark skin, you know, uh, you know, straight hair, you know, quality the, the you know, the traits. Right. And right. so they were they were like they were saying that they represent like how like all how the uh the 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 genes are so, you know, like you say, culturally embedded. Correct. You know, and the fact that, like you say, we're 99.5% similar in, in regards to our genes. It's just, you know, the fraction of what makes a difference. If anything, there is a, it's more variant um, variance um, within the same culture than uh-huh. it is. From a, a different culture.
0: Wow. So
1: um, so those who do a lot of gene work and these scientists, if, if you go to the Journal of you know Genetics, you'll see some of these uh, studies, too. Thank you.
0: So check this out. <laughs> We're about to wrap it up because we are out of time here. But any last words from the panel here, any last words that you want people to take away from this whole conversation that we had today? Anything you guys would like to say?
1: Well, definitely do not shy away from conversation, you know, and if in, and there's time people say, hey, you know what? I am. a I mean, I'm a racist. That's what people, you know, people who proclaim that. I'm a lesbian,
0: though. I you know? like women, though. And so I was like, if
1: you proclaim. That's story. <laughs> if you proclaim that you're a racist, you know, even keep an open mind to learn because there's something going on. There's, you know, there's a fear that you have to <laughs> ask yourself, like, hey, you know, what? does what scares me, you right. know, if we're able to be upfront front with ourselves then we can, you know, like you say, start somewhere. Uh-huh. And then being the change, not be afraid to be the one, you know, friends, family, whatever to kind of like create that dialogue, you know, Uh uh um, and and challenge some limited beliefs, you know, and in in joining different groups, you know, like, especially here in South Florida, you know, you have the different chambers, you know, of Mm. conferences, you have, Mm. you know, all the things that you can just to go, you know, like, I've I've gone, for example, to the Jewish uh, Chamber of Commerce in their event, because I, yeah, because, you know, I wanted to understand like what's good what's going on in their business sense and connect with different people um and also go to like it- italians and the uh you know they're they um when they're doing events here right so it's and I like culture and i and and that's great and I enjoy I'm a people person you know so I'll just say like challenge yourself and get into connecting with people and asking questions and learning right and and having these dialogue and there is no You know, I mean, when you're doing your best and then you're being genuine about it, then, you know, then you're going to attract the right tribe that's That's going to embrace you.
0: I just want to say, can I touch the skin? All right. Ah, Anyway.
2: (laughs) Well, now, you know, we talk talk about like respect and understanding. But Uh I think I think respect comes from like trying to understand. Right. Uh And like going out of your way and trying to learn about other people's backgrounds Mm -hmm. and other people's cultures and that's how you ultimately learn to respect other cultures correct you know and i mean it i my thing is it always comes down to like the individual right what can that individual do like Mm -hmm. i can only control myself i can't convince someone to like me but i can maybe treat them well enough to where they may want to like me you know and and like as individuals, like, what can we do to treat people right and, and treat people the right way? And, mm-hmm. and as individuals, what can we do to, you know, try to learn about other people's backgrounds? And, and then that'll make you a more re- well-rounded person in the, end, in the end, right? Um, so, I mean, that that's a place to start. You know, like I said, you're never going to win everybody over all at once. No. Um, but, you know, if you wanted to start, you just... You know, and it goes both ways. Everybody can learn from them, from from somebody. So, you know, start with the individual and and work your way out. There you go.
0: I love that. I love that. A round of applause for you guys today. Thank you so much uh, Thank you. for coming Thank in you. today. Let them know how they can follow you on social media. Anything like that. Let them know before we get out of here. Hello. Look.
1: Well, everybody knows me as Florence Gaspar. I'm a, um, Florence Gaspar across all social media. Uh-huh. That's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. You know, you name it, Florence Gaspar.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm on Instagram, and it's uh, at uh, wrk001. That's my my you initials
0: <laughs> it's, you sound like James Bond right there yeah.
2: I, don't, I don't know it's, it's, been, it, one. it's been it's been my Instagram <laughs> handle since I created an account and I've just never changed it
0: there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you so much guys for coming out you know like I said we just need to just open a conversation and just show people respect at the end of the day everybody wants to be respected so as long right. as we show people respect it doesn't matter where you're from in the world or what you do differently just Spread love and show respect. All right. Peace. We out. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. All right,
1: babe.